Welcome to the Teacher's Lounge, a podcast dedicated to providing real-life resources for early education professionals. The Teacher's Lounge is hosted by Noelle Dentino and Jessica Day. Together, they bring almost 50 years of combined experience in and out of the early education classroom, offering a wealth of knowledge and practical insights that you need now if you're in childcare. Whether you're a new assistant or making the leap from lead teacher to director, we have you covered. Join us as we delve into the unique challenges and opportunities of each role, sharing our experiences and expertise with practical tools to help you succeed. So grab a cup of coffee or your favorite drink, and let's jump into the lounge. Welcome to the Teacher's Lounge. I'm Jessica Day, and I'm thrilled to kick off our podcast on play-based learning in early education classrooms. As educators, we understand how critical it is to provide young children with a learning environment that supports their growth and development. Play-based learning is an approach that not only promotes academic success, but also encourages social, emotional, and physical development. In this podcast, we will explore the benefits of play-based learning, practical strategies for for implementing this approach in the classroom, and insights from experienced educators on the positive impact it can have on young children. Whether you're a teacher, assistant director, or someone interested in early childhood education, join us as we dive into the world of play-based learning. Let's get started. Play-based learning in early childhood education is an approach to teaching that involves the use of play activities as the primary method of instruction. This method recognizes that young children learn best through exploration, discovery, and active engagement in their environment. Play-based learning is designed to be child-centered, flexible, and adaptable. It can be used to teach a variety of skills and concepts. In a play-based classroom, the teacher creates an environment that encourages exploration, experimentation, and creativity. Children are given ample time and space to play and learn at their own pace and in their own way. The teacher's role is to observe and facilitate rather than direct or control the play activities. Play-based learning can involve a wide range of activities, such as building with blocks, painting, drawing, singing, dancing, storytelling, and imaginative play. These activities can be used to teach social skills, language and literacy, math and science concepts, and much more. Play-based learning also promotes the development of critical thinking, problem-solving, and self-regulation skills. Play-based learning is a valuable approach to early childhood education because it helps children develop a love of learning, fosters their creativity and curiosity, and prepares them for future academic and social success. Play-based learning is crucial for infants as it facilitates their development, encourages exploration and curiosity, and fosters strong bonds with their caregivers. Below are some examples of how early education teachers can incorporate play-based learning in an in-classroom. Provide a variety of age-appropriate toys, including soft balls, stacking cups, and shape sorters. 
to encourage exploration and development of fine motor skills. Next, follow the infant's lead during playtime, such as by allowing them to choose which toy to play with, and then expanding on that by adding additional sensory materials, such as a texture blanket or a musical toy to spark their curiosity. Engage in interactive play with infants by using simple songs, playing with toys together, or making funny faces to promote social-emotional development and enhance the bond between caregiver and child. A toddler teacher can implement play-based learning in their classroom by providing opportunities for hands-on, child-led exploration and discovery. Here are three examples. Sensory play. Toddlers learn through their senses, and sensory play provides a rich, stimulating environment for them to explore. A toddler teacher might set up a sensory table with sand, water, or other materials for the toddlers to touch, feel, and manipulate. They might also provide sensory toys such as textured balls or squishy blocks for the toddlers to play with. Dramatic play. Toddlers love to pretend and engage in imaginative play. A toddler teacher can set up a dramatic play area, such as a kitchen or doctor's office, and provide prompts and materials for the toddlers to use in their play. This type of play encourages social-emotional development, language and communication skills, and problem-solving. Art and creativity. Toddlers are natural artists, and art activities provide opportunities for them to express themselves creatively and develop fine motor skills. A toddler teacher might set up an art station with crayons, markers, paint, and other materials for the toddlers to use. They might also provide different materials for the toddlers to create with, such as Play-Doh or clay, and encourage them to explore and experiment with different textures and colors. Overall, a toddler teacher can implement play-based learning in their classroom by providing a safe and stimulating environment for hands-on exploration and discovery following the child's lead and encouraging creativity and imagination. By encouraging these strategies, toddlers can learn and grow in a fun and engaging way. Lastly, preschool teacher can implement play-based learning in the classroom by creating a structured yet flexible environment that encourages children to explore, experiment, and learn through play. Here are three examples. Setting up learning centers. Preschool teacher can set up various learning centers in the classroom, such as a block center, art center, dramatic play center, and sensory center. Each center can be designated to promote different types of learning, such as problem solving, creativity, language development, and fine motor skills. The teacher can rotate materials and activities in each center to keep children engaged and interested. Using themes to guide learning. Preschool teachers can use a theme or topic to guide learning and incorporate it into various play-based activities. For example, if the theme is community helpers, the teacher can set up a pretend doctor's office in the dramatic play center, provide books and puzzles about community helpers in the reading center, and have children make their own, quote, badges in the art center. Preschool teachers can plan hands-on learning experiences that allow children to explore and discover new concepts through play. For example, the teacher can set up a science experiment where children mix different colors of paint to see what happens or have children sort and classify objects based on their attributes. These experiences help children develop critical thinking skills 
and a love of learning. The best way for an early education teacher to plan out the play-based learning experience for their classroom is to follow a systematic approach. Here are some steps that can help. Number one, identify learning goals. Start by identifying the learning goals for your students. Determine what skills and knowledge they should acquire through play-based learning experiences. This will help you select appropriate activities and materials. Number two, plan activities based on children's interest. Observe children's play and determine their interest. Plan activities based on their interest, which will increase their motivation and engagement. Number three, set up a safe and stimulating environment. Ensure that the environment is safe and conducive to play. Provide materials and equipment that are appropriate for children's age and developmental levels. Number four, be flexible. Be willing to modify or adjust activities based on the children's needs and interests. It is important to follow the children's lead to promote meaningful learning experiences. Number five, provide opportunities for exploration and discovery. Allow children to explore and discover things on their own. Encourage them to ask questions, experiment, and investigate. Number six, foster social interactions. Play-based learning experiences offer opportunities for children to interact with one another. Encourage collaboration, communication, and problem skills. Number seven, integrate play into other activities. Play-based learning can be incorporated into other activities such as circle time, story time, and outdoor play. Number eight, reflect and assess. Reflect play-based learning experiences and assess their effectiveness. Determine what worked well and what could be improved on. By following these tips, teachers can plan and implement play-based learning experiences to promote children's development and engage them in meaningful and enjoyable learning experiences. Jill has always been passionate about teaching young children. She loved watching them grow and learn, and she believed that play was the key to their success. That's why she was thrilled to be working in an early education classroom where play-based learning was at the heart of everything they did. As Jill walked into the classroom each day, she was greeted by a chorus of happy voices and smiling faces. The children were always eager to start their day, and Jill was always eager to join them in their play-based learning experiences. One of the things that Jill enjoyed most about using play-based learning was the flexibility it allowed. She could tailor each activity to meet the individual needs and interests of each child. If one child was particularly interested in dinosaurs, for example, Jill could incorporate dinosaur toys and books into the play-based learning experiences. Jill also loved how play-based learning encouraged creativity and imagination. When the children were given the freedom to explore and create, they came up with the most amazing ideas. One day, Jill watched in awe as a group of children turned a pile of blocks into a castle complete with drawbridge and moat. But perhaps what Jill loved most about play-based learning was the way it brought the children together. They learned to work as a team, to share and take turns, and to communicate effectively with one another. Jill watched as the children formed strong bonds with one another and with her, and she knew that she was making a real difference in their lives. 
As the day drew to a close and the children gathered their belongings to head home, Jill felt a sense of pride and satisfaction. She knew that she had played a role in shaping the minds and hearts of these young children, and she knew that play-based learning had been the key to their success. Planned play-based learning experiences in early education classrooms can promote holistic development, meet individual needs, encourage exploration and discovery, support teacher effectiveness, and enhance parent engagement. These experiences can support various skills, allowing children to learn at their own pace, and foster creativity and innovation. By aligning play-based learning experiences with children's interests and developmental levels, teachers can promote cognitive, physical, social-emotional, and language development in young children. This approach can also build positive relationships and trust between teachers and students. Jill benefited from following these tips in several ways as an early educator. By planning and implementing play-based learning experiences that were age-appropriate and aligned with children's interests and developmental levels, she was able to promote cognitive, physical, social-emotional, and language development in young children. Play-based learning experiences also encouraged greater levels of engagement and motivation among her students, which led to more enthusiasm for learning. Additionally, by observing and responding to the children's unique needs and interests, Jill was able to provide individualized learning experiences that help children develop at their own pace. Play-based learning experiences also fostered creativity and innovation among children, encouraging them to use their imaginations and explore new concepts and ideas. Finally, by engaging in play-based learning experiences with her students, Jill was able to build positive relationships with them leading to greater levels of trust and respect, which ultimately supported learning and development. A teacher in an early education classroom can take several steps to put the plan of play-based learning into action. These include identifying children's interests and developmental levels, creating a learning environment that supports play-based learning, planning age-appropriate and engaging play-based learning experiences, providing individualized support, documenting, and sharing children's learning, and continuously reflecting and improving the effectiveness of play-based learning experiences. Implementing play-based learning in an early education classroom can have numerous benefits for both students and teachers. By following the steps we've outlined, teachers can create engaging, age-appropriate learning experiences that promote holistic development, individualized learning, creativity, and positive relationships. And as for Jill, she saw firsthand how these strategies helped her students thrive. By tapping into their interests and needs, she was able to create an environment where they felt comfortable exploring and discovering new concepts at their own pace. And by building positive relationships with her students, she was able to support their learning and development in a way that truly resonated with them. So, if you're an early education teacher looking to make a difference in your students' lives, we encourage you to give play-based learning a try. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Teacher's Lounge on play-based learning in early education classrooms. We hope that our discussion has provided valuable insights for educators on the benefits and strategies for implementing this approach in the classroom. 
Remember, play-based learning can not only promote academic success, but also support social, emotional, and physical development in young children. We appreciate you taking the time to listen, and we look forward to sharing more insights on important topics in education in future episodes. Be sure to check out our show notes for our social media links. And if you have a moment, please rate and review the show to let us know how we're doing. Thank you, and see you next time in the Teacher's Lounge. And that brings us to the end of this episode of the Teacher's Lounge. We're so grateful for your time and hope you found our discussion helpful and inspiring. Remember, you are doing an amazing job in the field of early education, and we're here to support you every step of the way. Until next time, take care, and we'll be back soon with more resources, insights, and inspirations to help you succeed. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on all our social medias to stay up to date on the latest happenings inside the lounge. Keep up the great work. We're cheering you on.